Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. That fancy music you hear, you hear it every October. That's our October themed theme music. I use the theme word theme word theme two times there, and I probably shouldn't have. <coughs> I'm sorry for my wheezy uh, speech. I'm very sick, and the doctor said he's heard things in my lungs, but you're okay. Whatever. Uh, so if I'm coughing, I apologize. That's why we weren't here last week. I was sick last week, and can't leave you hanging two weeks in a row, and I'm very short of breath, so I apologize if you hear me breathing. It's it's not because I'm overweight. I am overweight, but I'm not out of breath. That's just hard to breathe right now, so I apologize. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, there it is again, and I'm going to try not to apologize every time you hear it. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is October. This month we usually do paranormal, spooky stuff all month, uh, movie-themed horror movies, TV shows, that kind of stuff, comic books. All of that good stuff, and we talk about aliens, and ghosts, and Bigfoots, and Loch Ness Monsters, and Koopa... <laughs> Forget it, I'm not even going to try to say the word. Chupa Cabra, that's what I was going for. Uh, all that cool stuff. But today, we're doing something that if you're paranoid about the way the world is right now, you might not want to listen to it. It's going to get you agitated, probably. Um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about... Well, let me introduce my, my co-host. It's Kyle. Hey, I survived the Wisconsin tornado. <coughs> was yes, it over by was... you? Um, I turned on the news and they said if you're if you're <coughs> between this street and this street, seek shelter. And I was right in between there, and so I live on the third floor of the apartment building. So that makes it even better. You got to run to the uh, basement. You have a basement, right? Uh, yeah, it's like where the storage unit is. Yeah. So it was me and two other tenants down there, oh. but it <clears throat> apparently was was a very low class uh, tornado, and it was in my county, but it didn't get near me. <clears throat> I see. Yeah, I, I heard some big thunder and lightning last night, but I, like I said, I've been sick, so I was just in bed. I said whatever and rolled yeah. it back over. My phone would have let me know if there was a tornado. <clears throat> oh, that my phone was going off with the flash Flood? floods and tornado. Yeah. yeah, I got two of those that woke me up. Mm -hmm. So that was that was fun. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, October. Woo! Best month. One more time. Keep talking. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, October is one of those months that I look forward to Ooh. every year um, because I used to do. Uh, I used to volunteer for I guess for the scouts for one of the that we had a haunted house so and I miss doing that so that's why I like October nice yeah October is always fun for me I you know who doesn't love trick-or-treating as a kid <clears throat> and then exactly. I've always been a fan of horror movies whether they're actually good or really really bad because they're fun to watch that way um, I don't know how I feel about the so bad or the purposely bad movies I forget there's a name for that um there's, a, hmm. there's an actual genre t title for those. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't think of it right now. I'll have to maybe Google it when I'm coughing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I'm on mute. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a, a word for it, like Sharknado and um, like Piranha. Oh, you mean crap? <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> but they say they say it's purposely bad. You know? Yeah. We know we're making something terrible because we cast uh, Ian Ziering um, or you know whoever was Ian Ian Ziering was the main character, wasn't he? I don't know. I've never seen a Sharknado. Oh, film. well, so so bad, and we know it. We cast Tara Reid. Yeah, that, that poor, I do remember seeing. That poor girl. I feel bad for her. 
just because we saw her at a con. I think this was before you joined us I at think our so, yeah. con trips. There was nobody at her table. Oof. Like, even Thomas and Nicholas has people at his table, and he was an American Pie, all of them. I don't know. Poor guy. I mean, poor girl. Poor girl. He does fine. <laughs> I'm sure she does fine, too. Um, all right, so yes, our theme this week, and I still have to schedule out the other themes. They're always fun. We usually try to do one episode where kind of go back and forth reading your ghost stories or paranormal stories if you ran into Bigfoot or got abducted by a, an alien ship or something of that nature. Or have you time-traveled? We'll take those stories, too. Uh, <laughs> so we try to do one of those episodes every October. We'll try to pr- probably get that put together for the last episode. But this week, we're doing doomsday scenarios, ways the world could end, and the ways we've seen it end in movies and things of that nature. So we'll kind of go into that. I've got a list of... <coughs> that was gross. Sorry, guys. Uh, <coughs> I was trying to clear that that <laughs> that wheeze out, and it did not go well. Um, ways the world could end... Uh, realistically, and then of course, fake ways. Of course, that we, we, of course, of course, of course, I'm gonna keep saying, of course, uh, in ways that it obviously won't end because that's science fiction. But more often than not, science fiction turns into reality. You look at like some of the stuff that Isaac Asimov wrote about, and a lot of that stuff is actual stuff we have now. You look at Star Trek, we have iPads, that's the same thing as yeah. their little handheld things. I was waiting for you to correct me and tell me what that was called, but I can't remember. Oh, a tricorder? No, well, I guess, yeah. An iPad? Is that a tricorder? No, they, like the doctors and stuff had. Um, um, I mean, if. I mean, yeah, they're all. They would I read guess, books I on guess it. Data stuff. pads? Data pad. That's what I'm looking for. Yes, the data pad. That's what they, like, read their logs and. Yeah. You know, ship status and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, we do need some of that technology, like a teleporter. I did. <coughs> I did watch Breaking Bad and. The episode where Badger talks about how the teleporter, or not Badger, but uh, Skinny Pete, talks about how the teleporter breaks you apart and puts you back together. So every time you're transported, it's a new version of you. It's not the other one. Your your old version is dead. So there's like 167 different Kirks throughout the series of <laughs> Star Trek is what he's hypothesizing. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. <coughs> I get into the science, but yes. Yeah, because you're broken down, and then you're put back together. So essentially you are dead. and then Correct. Yeah, whatever. That's... That's <laughs> comedy. But anyway, back to the topic. So I've got this article that's kind of old, but, you know, the ways the world can end don't really change over time. Uh, we only just add to it, I guess. Um, all right. We all... Uh, let's start at number 10. Number one is too obvious. <laughs> oh, number nine. Um, the snowball effect. I can only imagine that has something to do with uh, snowing. Actually, no. No, snowball effect, would, that would probably be, like, just one thing happening after another. Right. It's it's a it's a, a, a amalgamation of different things. So, global warming would increase pathogens, causing worldwide shifts in climate. Meanwhile, the ecosystem would collapse, making it harder to produce food with no bees to pollinate crops or trees to filter agriculture water. Uh, so, instead of an epic ca- catastrophe, smaller factors would, would worsen until the Earth degraded. So basically, the world won't end. Uh, humanity, or you know, uh, everything on the planet would die. Right. Um. So yeah, whatever. That's kind of boring. Um. This one's kind of boring, but uh, altogether true, and you see it on your streets every day. Overpopulation. Not everybody needs kids. No. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um. It's a real thing, and I I really do believe we might be close to limiting, like population. 
um, somehow. I don't know how that looks. Um, that sounds like a like a like a Nazi or totalitarian type government. I don't know if that could ever happen. Right. I, I think I, I I could be <coughs> wrong. I think <coughs> China has that. I don't know if they still do. I know they've had it historically, yeah. where you know over years they considered men more important, so they had actually killed the women babies. Oh, for, I thought they. But that I was they only had like uh, a limit of two. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm talking about is a long, long time ago. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think they can do that anymore. But um, I don't think the world will let you kill babies uh, in that fashion. Just, just because we need more men than women, which also is wrong. Um, yeah, uh, limiting two. I don't know if they have that or not. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I could Google it, but yeah. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I mean, it. it... It could have changed between the time I heard it, which was probably years ago, to now. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, as of this article's writing, which I think is 2013, the global population was at 7 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, many think population growth will stabilize in the next 50 years, and humanity will innovate its way out of the negative consequences of overcrowding that does occur. Well... Overpopulation, this goes to the snowball effect, Over, overpopulation causes more cars on the streets, more more uh, crops being used, all of that kind of stuff. So it goes towards all the other things that would cause the world to crumble. Or society, I guess. Yeah, I'm just waiting. I mean, one thing to help overpopulation is uh, <coughs> moon colony. But we have to get there again first. Or Mars. Yeah, but I think, like, well, I thought yeah, we, the we the big f- the big deal in the mid two thousands when we found water on Mars. I thought the big deal about all of that was that it could be a like a like a wayport so that we can travel through space further. Right, and it, I, it's a yeah like a stop. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that yet. Let's go. Wow, NASA. <laughs> NASA hasn't done anything since the end of the space shuttle. Program. Well, who got us? Who got this Mars stuff? That was NASA, right? Uh, NASA was able to get us to Mars with a probe, right, but right. they have, but we have not sent a man in space, like, f- from NASA in a while. What, the what, only, who goes, the who only, goes to the space station? That's not NASA astronauts? Um, it's international. Well, sure. Uh, and it might be, <coughs> it, it, it might be, um. Yeah, an international contingent that might have helped, okay. like, Americans get to space. But I know, like, SpaceX, like, Elon Musk is I hate Elon helping Musk. with that. Elon Musk is probably the Antichrist. I'm saying it now. Ooh, wow. Going on a limb. I know everybody loves Elon Musk. But that's just how he gets you. That's how the devil gets you. No, I'm just, just <laughs> kidding, everybody. All right, let's move on to number seven, because this is where things get a little more fun uh, in the science fiction realm. The Robot Ascension, Judgment Day, as it were. Uh, the Terminator might be, I'm reading right from the, the column here, uh, might be science fiction, but killing machines are not far from reality. The UN recently called for a ban on killer robots, presumably because expert worried, experts worried that several countries were developing. <coughs> Again, this is like 2013. I mean, we have AI. Um, your phone has it. Siri is technically AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lex, Alexa is listening to you. I mean, all of these things are listening to you at all times. Why do you think they respond when you say their name? So that's part of it. Um, 
but the the singularity is what you're looking for. Um, that's the point when artificial intelligence overtakes human intelligence. Um, and computer scientists think that's near. I mean, you see the videos all the time come from Japan about these robots. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I wouldn't say it's fear. It's... <coughs> I don't even know what what I would call it. I said near. You said near? Yeah, the, the point of it happening is near. Yeah, but I'm no, I'm saying, like, for me, it's like... Oh, it's don't... not really a fear, but it's... I mean, it's a growing concern. Sure. Um... I mean, self-driving cars, that's never a good idea. I don't, I don't yeah. think that's ever... I mean, it's like, it's, it's, I'm, it's like the, like, what do you, like, chaos theory mm-hmm. with Ian Malcolm. Um, you know, just seeing, like, we have the, we have the power to do it, but we don't have to. Right. You Sort of thing. You never stop to ask, should you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, with driving, with self-driving cars and AI, could, could it become a reality where, our robot overlords, you know, just kill and destroy us? Sure, that could happen, but we won't know for sure until that day until that day arrives. True. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that's one of the more likelier ones, but mm-hmm. probably, probably not for some time. Yeah, especially if, <sighs> especially if the UN is saying, "Oh, put a ban on killer robots." I mean, that's not going to stop. Right. I mean, anything. look at look at what happened in iRobot. Well. I look what happened in uh, Child's Play, the new one. <coughs> no, I don't want to watch it, so no, I won't. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> That's the other way was way better. Yeah, uh, the other way Chucky came to life was way better than. And Annie, who's it? Uh, if you see it, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but I, I won't. All right, uh, this one is more frightening and possibly way more realistic. Nuclear war. Nuclear. Nuclear, not nuclear. Nuclear. Um, yeah, so with North Korea being crazy um, and just everybody out there hating each other, mm-hmm. uh, it's always a threat, I think. Uh, we're well past the days of hiding under desks and doing those kind of things um, during like the cold. Because that'll save us. <laughs> right. Like, what did they know back then? Right. Hide in a fridge. Indy taught us that. <clears throat> One of the worst movies ever made. But anyway... Uh, so it's something we have to worry about, I think, but I think we're, we're in an age and era now when we have to worry more about somebody stealing ours and using it against Mm us. I think that's more plausible. I mean, I've seen 24 enough. It happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it seemed to happen quite often where they could hack hack our system or steal the nuclear football from our president. (laughs) Um... So, I don't know. We're past... I think we're past... Well, no. I don't know. I don't know. What is the doomsday clock at these days? That's a uh, very good question. Uh, I think... Actually, I have no idea. It's like three minutes to midnight. Let's Google it here. Doomsday clock. 2019. Oh, yeah. 2019. Two minutes to midnight. I was a minute off. Do you want to explain what that means? Uh, that means, if I remember correctly, from Watchmen, because that's the, <laughs> that's literally the, like, the first. It's where a lot of people learned of it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just how close we are to, uh, nuclear holocaust, basically, nuclear attack. Right. Think, um, I guess, think Judgment Day. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. 
Judgment Day. I don't want to think about the third one. Um, <laughs> okay, don't think about the movie, but the actual threat <laughs> in Terminator 2. How about that? Right, I know. Um, yeah, it's just... Because I know in... I say Watchmen. It's... Because yep. then I also have to deal with Dr. Manhattan, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, it's just how close... It, it's just how close we are to a nuclear war with someone, with right. whoever we're <clears throat> big up against. Well, uh, it's actually just... Uh, we're both wrong. Um, oh. We're close. Um, the clock represents the hypothetical global catastrophe as midnight, and how close the world is to a global catastrophe as a number of minutes to midnight. Um, that's made uh, by the members of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Uh, hmm. they, they decide where, where we're at. Um, and that started in 1947, and it was at seven minutes to midnight. None of this is to be confused with the Linkin Park album. Minutes to <laughs> That's what, exactly what uh, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since 47, the clock set backward and forward 23 times. The smallest number it's ever been at was two, which was now in 1953. Actually, it's was at 2018 and hasn't changed uh, to two hmm. minutes. Uh, January 2018 has left unchanged due to the twin threats of nuclear weapons and climate change. And the problem of those threats being exacerbated this past year by the increased use of information warfare to under undermine democracy around the world, amplifying risk from these and other threats, and putting the future of civilization in extraordinary danger. There you go. So, <laughs> we're at... Uh, we're at one of the worst times ever for the clock. Yeah. Uh, maybe a new president could help. I don't know. Um, I'm, God, I'm hoping. Um, yeah. Right. I think this, yeah, this, this is a, yeah, definitely more real fear and apocalypse, apoc oh my lord, apocalyptic uh, outcome. Sure. Because it, I mean, this... Aside from, like, what else we're going to talk about, this could actually happen. <coughs> like, more than, I think, the AI uprising. Sure. More realistic, yeah, because this, I mean, this clock takes into effect, takes, takes into effect everything. Mm -hmm. Not just nuclear war, but... Um, let's see, so, two minutes, that's the worst. So, start at seven, so it was fairly good. 1963, it was at 12. Dang. 72, 12... 1991 was 17. What? Oh, that must be the change. Seven, oh, no, 17 minutes to midnight. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, 14 and 95. Um, it's two and a half in 2017. Uh, it didn't change, really, in that, from 9-11. Really? So in 98, it was 9. And then in 02, it went to 7. So... 9-11 happened towards the end of 2001, and it changed in 2007. It only went down two minutes. Hmm. Weird. You would have thought it would have been more. Yeah. But, of course, I mean, this doesn't mean once it hits midnight that we're... All that's dead. going to be... Right. Yeah. It's just all theoretical. Say correct. All right. Moving onward. Engineered disease. Hmm. So, this would be... Uh, your movies like Outbreak, um, mechanized uh, diseases, pretty much, that the military can use. Um, or, uh, you know, if you saw The Stand. My idea for this came from watching The Stand. Um, mm -hmm. 
So the Stan is a Stephen King novel uh, miniseries and about to be a new miniseries on CBS All Access. Now I'm going to have to get it. Um, basically about the end of the world. Um, everybody is pretty much killed off through a flu virus. And the survivors have to kind of make way for the new world, essentially. And you can either, you're either kind of chosen to be on the dark or the light side. So the devil or God, pretty mm. much. It's got a spiritual undertone. Well, I wouldn't even say undertone. It's a spiritual themed book. It's very good. Even if you don't believe in God, it's a very good book. I, I always thought so. And I like the miniseries. I just bought it on, they just redid it on the Blu-ray. And I just bought the new version. Very nice. Uh, I have to watch it yet. I'm still <laughs> make, making my way through another Blu-ray season. Uh, speaking of, I'm going to veer off for a second. <laughs> All right, so I'm watching the last season of Arrow, season seven. Yes. Pretty much, we'll just call it Arrow Babies, because um, the flash flash forwards are ridiculous. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the flash forwards. I don't mind it, but like, it's all the kids of these vigilantes, and the only one I actually care about. Aside, I won't say who they're. Uh, you know, it's a big reveal. I like Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna say the last name out of just spoilers. Um, Is it? It, it Mia? was. It was Mia. Yes, I'm sorry, Mia. It was spoiled. For, spoiled for me on Twitter by someone who thought they were helping. See, I was. I when I saw that post, I was gonna tell you, but then I realized that you were still watching it. Yeah, I mean, the person that responded first realized I wasn't looking for a spoiler, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of explained it in a way that made sense. Um, but <coughs> whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> they make a lot of use and I'm pretty sure it's the same set they use for the bunker out of the set they use for the prison. I see that set everywhere on this show. Wait, which, which prison? The, the Oliver's prison. Oh, like from, oh, from the Lee be- and you prison? No, 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 the beginning of the season. Oh, that's, oh my, that's, um... I mean, I, it's everywhere. It's they use it yeah. for factory fights. They use it for the future. Uh, like, well, like yeah, it's, they had to they had to be able to reuse their no, but I know, I know, I know. But it's so obvious. Like they didn't try mm-hmm. hard enough on the upper level. <laughs> like every every set doesn't need an upper level with a balcony. Yeah. Like I don't. Know, I get it. It's, it's you're shooting in Vancouver. Probably save them a ton of money, and that's fine. I don't. I don't mind. It's just obvious. It makes me laugh. That's all. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Um, but I wanted to bring that up. Anyway, we're back to engineered disease, and we we're talking about the stand, and somehow got to Arrow Blu-rays. That got me to Arrow. Um, so yes, uh, the bird flu was back in 2011. That was a huge panic for people. Um, yeah, mad cow disease. Mad I don't know cow if that dis- would be. I don't know if that was engineered. Um, what I'm referring to is there was an engineered mutant version of the blue f- uh, bird flu, H5N1. Okay. Um, it was transmissible in ferrets and through the air, so that got everybody in the engineering world freaking out about deadly diseases escaping labs, which is like the beginning of the stand. Not, not a spoiler alert. It's a very cool scene in the miniseries with some good music. Blue Oyster Cult. Very cool. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a six-hour miniseries. Check it out sometime. It's very good. Jeez. <laughs> it's got Lieutenant Dan. Oh, Gary Sinise. That's correct. Um I already forgot who's playing. Oh, uh, I think James Marsden is playing his character in the new one. Mm. Cyclops himself. <laughs> um, what do you think? Uh, engineered, uh, we'll talk, yeah, engineered diseases. We, we'll, we'll talk other diseases later, but, um. I'm, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I would, I would honestly have to look it up. <coughs> well, not diseases. necessarily one that's made. 
already. But, but could, the, like, designing like one. A, right, right. Like, a government using it, you know, like a terrorist group. Yeah. Using a, a disease they engineered to wipe out people or, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen that, I think, in Africa or Somalia. Yeah. I mean, we... <clears throat> I, I'm sorry if I'm getting those facts wrong, everybody, but it's... I'm just kind of... Well, I guess the, it was also the premise of the TNT show, The Last Ship. Is that right? Yeah. It, there was a <clears throat> engineered uh, plague. So it wiped out everybody on land and this is the last boat of people? It, it wiped out a... It wiped out a bunch of people but it but so, because they were far up north and near antarctica they were they were immune oh okay to it and then people and then because of the cold probably found, yeah and then they found one survivor so i guess spoilers for the last ship but it's on hulu <laughs> that thing's um, been over for years hasn't it uh it's been over for at least maybe one to two years uh, whatever um but they found one survive. Well, they found one person who was immune, okay. and they made the uh, vaccine. So, ah. okay. So I mean, these this any any kind of terrorist group would have to be able to engineer the disease and also engineer a cure. In case right, their men they or their were people themselves yeah. exposed. Yeah, so that's, they would need a lot of smart people. And that's kind of the plot of probably a lot of Tom Clancy books. Probably, yeah. Except uh, and twenty four. Old old Jack. I'm Ryan. sure twenty four. Oh yeah, twenty four did it. I'm sure Jack Ryan. Yeah, I think season three. That was the plot of the season three. Yeah. <clears throat> in fact, I think he wrapped his uh, his his son in law, future son in law, or the guy that was dating his daughter because she had to be involved in everything somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, attached the device to his arm and he had to cut off his hand to get it off of him and put it in a sterile place and that's how the season ended. Spoiler alert for the season finale of season 3 of 24 which has been off that was like 10 years. That was like 15, 20 years ago almost. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Alright. I'm going to skip number 4 because I don't really understand it. Uh, fungus. What is... Bacteria, basically. Uh, hmm. I'll read the I'll read the the paragraph here. Though bacterial threats are dangerous, fungal threats are even scarier. Uh, we've had a new amphibian fungal disease that has just had devastating effects. Uh, uh, this fungus <laughs> I can't say the name of it uh, is wiping out frogs across the U.S. An equally fatal fungus in humans would be catastrophic. And though bacteria are deadly, antibiotics are plentiful. We know much less about treating fungal infections. Um, however, weird. Hmm. Yeah, it's not one I would <coughs> definitely think about. Yeah. All right. Now reading this paragraph, I'm even more paranoid about my cold. Uh, the the <laughs> pandemic the pandemic threat. New deadly pathogens crop up every year. You, know, you look back at SARS, which stood for Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, which maybe I have. <laughs> Uh, the bird flu, um, MERS, which originated in Saudi Arabia, uh, mad cow disease, uh, things like that, which can spread like wildfire through like mosquitoes and stuff like that, or birds, um, that kind of stuff. That's, I think, more of the outbreak scenario, uh, from the movie where a monkey got everybody sick. Uh, what do you think? Plausible. A deadly natural disease. Yeah. 
like just changing the changing the strand on the flu and then bam yeah we got we the, all, the, the we all did the black death again mm-hmm or the, was which, it the black plague the black plague yeah which yeah. I'm glad that doesn't exist anymore <coughs> thank you penicillin yeah that's and, one of my favorite uh Bo Burnham lines from one of his songs I have something that William <laughs> Shakespeare never had penicillin penicillin <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the more probably plausible um, doom, uh, end of the world scenarios. Because mm-hmm. I guess that's more of end of mankind. Maybe animals too, <clears throat> but I think the world might continue. I mean, the world. I mean, the world will continue. It's just the people living on it might not. Right, humans. The end. Yeah. Of, the end of humanity. Because yeah, unless, uh, I mean, how many unless, year, how many years between dinosaurs and man? If you if you believe scientists, uh, I think a million. Let's see. Let's just ask Google. How many <laughs> years between dinosaurs and humans? Thank you, auto finish. About two hundred forty-five and sixty-six million years ago. No, that's the answering the question, when did dinosaurs live? That doesn't help me. <laughs> <coughs> 65 million years passed before people appeared. So that's why the tagline of Jurassic Park is 65 million years in the making. Mm-hmm. One of the taglines, I should say. Speaking of, we'll throw some geek out news in there. Uh, Jurassic World 3 has cast the original three from Jurassic Park. Woo! So you get Sam Neill, uh, uh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum back in the saddle again. Which is cool. Very cool. The first time all three of them are in a movie together. Since the first since, one. Yeah, since the first one. Because Laura Dern was in three, and so was Sam Neill. Mm-hmm. And then Malcolm was actually in Jurassic World 2, and Lost World. <coughs> and mentioned in Jurassic Park 3. Indeed. And, and his book was on uh, Nick Miller... Uh, his desk uh, in Jurassic World. Right. As an Easter egg. <clears throat> Alright, I like this one because it's happened before. Allegedly. Uh, how did the dinosaurs die? One big the mass... Ice age! What'd you say? The Ice Age! <laughs> no, Asteroid. Oh. Well... One or the other. I don't... Thorn you, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> right. Jill. <laughs> um, so asteroids are, you know, that's the, we had two of them one year, Deep Impact and Apoc- or, uh, Armageddon. Yeah. Um, so asteroids, it seems like every couple months I'm hearing about a rock that almost hit us that could have killed us all mm-hmm. or the size of Texas or, you know, would have eventually killed us all. Um, let's read this quote. A meteor impact probably doomed the dinosaurs and in the... Tunguska event, I remember hearing about this, a massive meteoroid meteoroid damaged about 770 square miles that's 2,000 square kilometers for you, (laughs) everyone outside America of the Siberian forest in 1908. Even more frightening perhaps is that astronomers only know about a fraction of the rocks lurking in the solar system. That, yeah, I mean we would probably not know about it until it was too late. Yeah, and yes. thus would be um, winter and 
blotting out of the sun, so cold which, all around. Which I'm a vampire, so I'm all for that. Yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> until, I mean until we all die! Uh, from, right, from, and then... I yeah. mean, we would... We would have... Like, plants wouldn't grow. The animals would die out, thus... Like, the bees with the pollen and everything, and hummingbirds. So, yeah, it would be... Yeah, super, super bad. And, in, and what you do you what do you put think? emphasis on super? And what do you think of the the chances of that one? Well, I mean, we don't have a global space force yet, <laughs> right? So we can't just like be out there looking for asteroids and trying to use a nuke in space to destroy it before it <laughs> gets here. Mm-hmm. Armageddon, um, <laughs> right? Or drilling on it. Um, I mean, it especially when we have our own asteroid belt in our solar system, and how uh, how inertia works, it's it is. I could see it happening, but with uh, it could burn up in the atmosphere, but probably not enough for it to not break cause major damage. Right. <coughs> so yeah, uh, more plausible than the fungal, <laughs> fungal death. Sure. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get that mute button as fast as I can. Everybody, if you catch a cough, I, I apologize. Um, so they refer to black swan events as things we are improbable but sudden. Mm-hmm. So alien invasion is one of those. Um, oh. the Terminator theory is another one. Uh, what do you think about alien invasion? I mean, until, until, I mean, the raid on Area 51 didn't really happen, so we don't know Well, that was sure. a joke. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you so, took that, if you took that Facebook group seriously, boy, I have got some real estate to sell you on, some the, on the moon. <laughs> some yeah, people do. I'm sure they did, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of those Flatlanders, um... Flat, flat Earthers, I should say, not Flatlanders. Mm-hmm. That's Illinois people. Uh, flatlanders. Um, flat Earthers are among them. Yeah. So, I mean, un- until we know <coughs> that there is, oh, excuse me, actual intelligent life besides our own. Uh, elf? So, until we know for sure that there's actual. In- <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> well, I mean. We need the proof first. Alf Physical. was among us. Melmac, man. He, so eat, he eats Morty. cats. Huh? So is Morty. Who? Nanu Nanu. Oh. What'd you call him? Morty? Uh, Isn't that right? Mork and Mindy. Mork. Mork. Mork for Mork. I was... Yeah, you were... I was like, Rick and Morty? Morty's not from Earth? <laughs> no. Um, I don't want to watch that show. It's gotten weird. Yeah, you would I'd not like it. <laughs> I, I didn't when I tried it. Anyway. Yeah. Coverage has included. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like in Signs and War yeah. of the Worlds. Signs is a great movie. Oh, I love Signs. Signs, I think, is my second. 
Favorite <coughs> Night Shyamalan movie? It's my favorite. I'm close, closely tied with Unbreakable. I like Glass. I mean, oh, oh. I did like Glass. But I was thinking Split. Split. I, I, was like say, Split. I was gonna say I liked Glass, but it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Yeah. Or as I wanted it to be, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So no, no alien invasion for you. Yeah. I, I just. I'm. What if it's already happening? They're already making human alien hybrids, a la X Files, the movie. And oh, I think God, the series. Yeah, that's right. That was uh, the second one. That was the first one. Oh. Oh yeah. But it's been it was, so long since I've seen those movies, but I haven't actually sat down and watched the whole series. That was the over overarching conspiracy of the whole series was the alien hybrid conspiracy. Gotcha. And I think it continued into the reboot. Um, there was yes, because that was season eleven before the second version, right? They did two two seasons as part of the reboot, right? Right. I never watched the second one, so anyway. Um, all right. What about the big one? <clears throat> Not just in California, but just earthquakes, the, the tectonic plates. So with, like, of like volcanic eruptions? Yeah, think of the movie that? Think of the movie starring, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, or, uh, uh, James Bond? No, not Sean Connery. No, no. Not oh, him, not Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. That's Dante's Peak. Um, no, the other one they made that year called Volcano. Uh, <laughs> the same, it's the same scenario. Uh, yeah. shoot. Uh, he was in The Fugitive and Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones? Yes, yes, Tommy Lee Jones. On the tip of my tongue, I'm sure everybody listening is screaming at their <laughs> podcast device. Uh, yeah, that volcano where a giant volcano just erupts. Uh, that was the big one, was a volcano that was under Los Angeles or California. and mm-hmm. Um, then they have a new, pretty much new global outlook, essentially. Well, I mean, look at, uh, what is it? Tomorrow? Won't Jake Gyllenhaal... The day after tomorrow. day after tomorrow. That is all, <coughs> I mean, I guess still global. <coughs> was that volcano? That was a volcano. There was volcanoes, there was, I mean, there well, was Well, it was everything. everything, yeah, it was a new ice age, but it yeah. was, yeah, that was all, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's daddy, mm-hmm. Mr. Quaid. Um, I remember watching that movie in what was it biology class? Yeah, or chemistry class? I don't remember. It was one of those. Um, the most recent like United States volcano I can remember was Mount St. Helens in 1980. Yeah, and that uh, I guess I don't remember that because I wasn't born. I wasn't oh. either, but <laughs> um, and that was yeah, that was a big deal. I remember hearing about that in school for a long time. But I, I mean, Hawaii recently had a volcano. Okay, I guess I was thinking the 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 non-island versions of America, oh. but yes, that yeah, they have they had an eruption. Yeah. Okay. They, I mean, they had lava. They had molten lava. Mm-hmm. And Mol- <laughs> molten hot magma. Magma. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because it it caused it <clears throat> it caused some travel issues over there too. Because I remember that because they had uh, the dust cloud. Right. The ash cloud, and then there yeah, was then there was that one in like Iceland a couple of years ago that caused all that travel delays and stuff. Yeah, but I mean the the super volcano that we have in the United States is in Yellowstone. <coughs> Once that thing goes off, I mean it it blankets the United States in its uh, ash cloud and thus winter all the time. Yay! Take that, Florida. <laughs> 
Uh, apparently, Mont St. Helens had an active, erupt- continuous eruption from 04 to 08. Oh, jeez. Uh, gradual extrusion of magma at the Mount St. Helens volcano starting in October 2004, uh, building a new lava dome. The new dome did not rise above the caldera created by the 80 eruption. And that, okay. that activity lasted until 08. Crazy. <clears throat> 8.32 a.m., May 18th, 1980. A magnitude 5.1 earthquake. Uh, covered 23 square miles, 60 kilometers squared, uh, everywhere else. <laughs> Let's see. Um, the eruption cloud, that's what I was looking for. Reached 80,000 feet in less than 15 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Spread across Way the U.S. <laughs> Spread across the U.S. in three days. And in the, around the Earth in fifteen, dude. Just that, think of that as a constant. Yeah. Um, amounts of ash covered twenty-two thousand square miles. So that's how much was covered in ash. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the depth of the ash was ten inches. Um, at ten miles, I don't know, uh, at ten miles away, I guess radius. Okay. Oh, 10 miles downwind. That's okay. So, yeah, radius essentially. Uh, one inch 60 miles away, and then half an inch at 300 miles away. That's still a lot for 300 miles away. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, yeah, big one. Uh, that's more, again, environmental type stuff. Um, I don't know what. There's nothing we can do to prevent that, as far as I know. No. Nope, there's not. <clears throat> um, you look at what? Pompeii. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing that. Well, even back then with. Oh, what sure. science they had. Just saying there's nothing. one of those historical events um, yeah. that we all learn about in school. Uh, and Or if you watch Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> or he saves himself. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, his future self. Um, yeah. Alright, what about... Uh, this is kind of an alien thing, but invasive species. So, say we go out to space and we bring back Venom. Or the symbiote. Something like that. Mm-hmm. We bring back something so, um, harmful to our planet. So like a... Kind of like a contagion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we like... So this is just within our own planet. We move around. We take over countries and stuff like that. I mean, we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, when you bring... Uh, we brought plague to the Americas when we brought tomatoes and corn to Europe. Um, we move rats and ants all over the world in, in trucks and, and ships. And that's, you know, the Black Plague was by rats, wasn't it? Yes. <clears throat> yes, because of the ships. Right. And there's no natural predator to some new invasive species, so they take over everything, typically. Um, something called kudzu. Um, I wonder what that is. I need to know what that is. They they say in this article, like, everyone knows what kudzu is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, kudzu spreads by vegetation, vegetative reproduction via stolen, stolons runners that root at the nodes of, to form new plants. Wow, science, um, science stuff. It's mostly in Japan. Hmm. Or uh, interesting. Eastern Asia and Southeast Asia and some of the Pacific Islands. Apparently, not good in America. Devastating environmental consequences it produced in the U.S. Earned the nickname. Where did it go? Uh, the vine that ate the South. 
Wow. Oh, it's just taking over Atlanta, Georgia. Holy crap. Smothering trees. It's just like a big vine. It's just like a, a vine, like moss. Like think of Wrigley, yeah. the outfield in Wrigley. Just all over trees and stuff. It's crazy. Spreading rapidly in the south, uh, southern U.S., easily outpacing the use of herbicide spraying and mowing, as well increasing the cost of these controls by $6 million annually. Estimates of the vine spread vary from the United States Forest Service uh, Service's 2015 estimate of 2,500 acres per year. Um, and then the Department of Agriculture estimate of 150,000 acres annually. That's a lot. Lordy. <sighs> Um, it's come from Asia, and it was brought here in 1876. And the spread, it looks like, is all... Wow, it gets as close as middle Illinois. So, Kudzu is extensively reported in Bama, Arkansas, Washington, D.C., Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, and Indiana, Kentucky, blah, 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 blah. So, heaviest infestations are in Georgia, Alabama, and Mississippi. Um, I want to see what the... Oh, here we go. Economic and cultural impact. That's what we're looking for. Um, estimated at $100 million to $500 million lost per year. Just trying to get rid of it. Um, takes Try about, to burn it. Yeah, it takes about $5,000 per hectare, which is two and a half acres, to control it. Power companies must spend about $1.5 million a year to repair damages to their power lines. Uh, it's a great concern to national parks in the southeast. Um, Kuzu has invaded 190 of the 2,000 total acres of a park in Vicksburg. Threatens to diminish the historical value of the park. Jeez. <coughs> um, sheep and goats are ways to control it as well. Get the goat! Because they, I guess they'll eat it then, I, I take I it. I imagine, yeah. Alright, let's move on from Kudzu. We all learned something. <laughs> Kudzu, everyone. Kudzu. Um, what about Chernobyl? A radiation disaster. Hmm. Um, which, you know, is a fallout of an atomic war or a gamma ray burst. Then we get some new or... super we get some new superheroes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um uh, or a blast of highly energetic radioactive particles streaming out of an exploding star. It would just fry off Earth's atmosphere and us along with it. Yeah. Uh, you never know when these will strike, so enjoy living the rest of your life knowing that a gamma ray burst could destroy the world at any time. Oh, the writer of this is funny. This is from Gizmodo. <laughs> uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, that's the, nothing you can do about that. What was, uh, a couple of years ago we were getting solar... Ruby, so, solar flares. Solar flares, yeah. It was like interfering with cell phones and yes. antennas and I, stuff. So I have... I have. <coughs> I guess, yeah, I have AT&T, and that was, it was causing me not to have, like, phone coverage, and I'm like, I tried everything to figure out why it wasn't working, and then I look online, and it's like, oh, it's because of these solar flares, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool, but that sucks. Yeah, right. Because we, we, we don't have any way to shield ourselves from it, mm-hmm. and I mean, if, if a solar flare were to... Um, because it, it didn't hit us. It just was the radiation off of it causing it. But if it were to hit our yeah our planet, it would. It, I think it would ignite our atmosphere, and we would all die. 
just one big uh what movie one big fireball in the sky yeah what movie did that where it's just like a fireball that like a big thing of fire that just goes around the whole world what was it anyway whatever um all right let's get into some of the funnier ones zombies the zombie apocalypse you call that funny uh well okay i mean it's real (laughs) but i guess it's it's funny well i mean depends on depends on your take on it (laughs) right right well, what is your take on it? The zombie apocalypse. How real is it? Is it coming from bath salts uh, down in Florida or <laughs> uh, blue meth from uh, from Walter White? I mean, uh, uh, what is his nickname? Uh, Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Yes, thank you. What do you think? It's not going to happen. <laughs> or what else? It... What, what else? Uh, there's an asteroid from the space that makes us all zombies. Oh, yeah. Oh, kind of, yeah. Um, uh, Umbrella Corporation. Uh, oh, Umbrella Corporation, yeah. That one. Um, what else? Uh, what ooze is... from a nuclear power plant. Sure. Shaun of the Dead was an asteroid. I remember... Yes. That being, like, a, in the in the news in the background. It was in the news, but it wasn't... It wasn't like, Nobody says it, like, as part of the story. It's just in the correct. background. Yeah, yeah. I just recently rewatched and it. And I think in, like, 28 days later, it's a <laughs> yeah. viral outbreak. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the same with Walking Dead, I think. It was a viral thing. Yeah, and, but everyone's, everyone's infected, so no matter right, what. Right, right. Which is why they're the Walking Dead, oh my lord. Oh, double meaning. Oh! Kirkman, you monster. Kirkman, you ended it. That's okay. What do you think? What are, what are, what are the realistic odds of a zombie apocalypse? Not plausible. It, I will I will take nuclear holocaust over zombie apocalypse any day. It's just it's which, which is more plausible? Um the zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Oh uh, boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. or ghosts destroying us all. Non-corporeal, great. That's great. Um, I, I'll. I guess I'll take the aliens over zombies. Yeah, I win. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and in that case, Jenny wanted us to pass along that she would do the Costco. We've talked about it on many podcasts before. She yeah. would hold herself up in, in Costco and trade with people that are holed up in Sam's Club. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing about that. As looking <coughs> inside. Um, there's a lot of power that goes through there. You're going to have to keep that stuff cold, all that meat. So you're going to have to run lots and lots of generators. Well, that's if you're looking at meat. You could... Well, I mean, I mean, but I'm thinking like food-wise to keep everything safe. Sure. Again, if you're, but, if you're looking at meat. Mm-hmm. So. But in terms of like a fortified building, the, the front with all the glass doors... You would have to uh, bard up. Yeah. Which depends on what you have there, because they don't really sell wood. No? Um... No. Well, I mean, they they sell flooring. Okay. But not, like, sheets of wood. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what if you could you could just rip stuff apart? Like, they have, like, sheds and stuff in there. Sometimes seasonal stuff. Yeah, yeah, like a shed that like you can yeah. build. I mean, it wouldn't be very fortified. No. Uh, usually, those things are made of like plastic. Mm-hmm. 
It also depends on how strong the zombies are. If then <laughs> if your they take can on... run fast, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. If, you're, if if they can run fast, just you're screwed. <laughs> it's all over if they can run fast. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at least for me, I don't know what else. I don't know. My cardio is not great, but still. Um, I forgot about Zombieland. You can yeah right. <laughs> you can only run for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. I just I, I've always yeah right. I've always loved the zombie thing because for me. That threat is just overwhelming. Um, I think of it like a sponge. Everything just gets soaked up by it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so no matter what you're doing, um, they're they're everywhere. And they're just closing in on you at all times. And I think the paranoia and that would just get to me. And I'd probably... Again, this is in the uh, a zombie apocalypse case. I'd probably just kill myself. Yeah. Um, make it so I couldn't become a zombie and hurt whoever was around me. and That kind of thing. Um, any others you could think of that you want to talk about? <coughs> trying to think. I mean, those were the, I mean, that's the major, all the major ones. I can't think of any other apocalyptic catastrophe to talk about. <laughs> Unless um, you can. That's something that's not on that list. I mean, the zombies weren't on the list. I had the, you know. Oh, okay. I threw that in there I because, mean, duh. Like uh, zombies and nuclear. I mean, we didn't. Uh, Holocaust are the two big ones, I think. The, the one we didn't get into, which is very real, is global warming. Yeah. Um, I kind of polar ice caps melting, which they are. Right. Um, I mean, climate change is real. I don't care who you are; it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's Earth ending or not, I guess that's debatable. I, I I can't say or not. I don't know enough about it to say that one way or the other. Um, but it seems like it's pretty probable. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll read the paragraph. The mother of all apoc- apocalyptic fears, climate change, is the biggest threat facing the planet, many scientists say. Climate change could make extreme weather more severe, increase droughts in some areas, change the distribution of animals and diseases across the globe, and cause low-lying areas of the planet to submerge in the wake of rising sea levels. Um, think of, like, Pangea. Right. Um, the cascade of changes could lead to political insta- instability, severe drought, famine, ecosystem collapse, and other changes that make Earth a decidedly inhospitable place to live. We're kind of there already. Uh, even if you take out the climate change, who wants to live? Mm-hmm. Who wants to live here? Um, no, but really, <laughs> where else would you go? Um, just gotta wait and hope that either our robot overlords or our alien invaders take us somewhere better. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess that that's it. If there's any other ones that uh, you think we missed, uh, we could talk about all the natural disasters that we had recently, like all the tsunamis and earthquakes and the floods. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's scary stuff. Um, yeah, it is. And it's all real. It's not something you're going to see in a movie. It's it's there. It's out there. These giant waves. There's pictures of... You can see it, like some rock band lost a member or two of theirs during a show and you see the wave hit the stage from behind. Um, it's, it's scary stuff. Uh, and that's during a tsunami. Yeah. And again, these are things, even with warning, there's not much you can do but run. You look at hurricanes and tornadoes and things like that. We have warning systems, but how, how good are they? As far as like how much time do you have? And how reliable are they? That too. Right. So, all that, not to bum you out, but just stuff to think about, um, things we see in movies and 
things that are real, um, and they are scary. So that's why we brought it up this month, because this is a spooky month. Um, spooky. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, if there were any apocalypse or doomsday uh, scenarios we missed that you you think we should have talked about, hit us up at Atomic Geekdom on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll pop it in in the next episode, and you'll hear your stuff right on the air. Uh, before we go, um, there was a trailer for... Birds of Prey and the Emancipation, blah, 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 Harley Quinn something. Uh, what'd you think? Um, I saw you liked it or shared it on Facebook so you could watch it later. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same aesthetic thing as Suicide Squad. (coughs) I'm okay with them keeping that. I thought it was pretty similar, but it also, the trailer had more of a Joker tone to it to me. Like the trailers for the Joker. Oh, yeah, a little <clears throat> bit. Yeah. I mean... I'm going to nitpick, and I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And this is coming from the the comic book reader in me. All right. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with their performances, because I don't know what their performances are yet. Uh-huh. But I wanted to see Black Canary in a Black Canary outfit. And Harley Quinn's outfit for this one is weird. <clears throat> okay. Huntress I can Huntress I can take because it's a little bit more tactical for her sure. to not Real, have like realistic, a cape. yeah. Yeah, more realistic. But Black Canary's outfit I just can't I just don't like right now. If they're keeping it uh Hidden until like the end of the movie. Great. Sure. I just I, I would like to see a comic accurate Black Canary, and I think we might be getting that in Arrow season eight. <coughs> kind of. Not the whole fishnets though. Well, this origin of Black Canary, you see her singing, so that's comic yep. that's current comic book stuff. Um and she sings so much much that the glass is shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of get the sense that the cry is there. Uh, Huntress has her motorcycle. Uh, and has the, the crossbow. Yep, has her crossbow, and the, the front of it kind of looks like her logo of the motorcycle, uh, mm-hmm. the Huntress logo, which is cool, and I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, so I'm looking forward to that. And it looks like she's getting ready to fight Harley there in that alley. I guess what I'm most excited for right now is Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. Yes. I love Ewan McGregor. Um, or as whatever his actual name is, because we don't see him, as of right now, we don't see him with a black mask. Yeah, I, again, I think that's something that's going to happen. Yep. <clears throat> and like as was pointed out by our friend Matt from Two Broke Geeks, you signed a good-looking fella, you're going to show his face a lot. That's yeah. What happened with Will Smith and Suicide Squad, you got the mask, but it wasn't a lot. Um, same same deal here. Um, but you'll get it, I think. You'll, you're going to get it. I thought Harley's voice has gotten better. Margot Robbie's voice as Harley has gotten better. I don't know about you. Uh, um, it, I mean, it's it's it seemed the same <clears throat> okay. to me, so I can't really tell. And I've only I've only watched it twice. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm still gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of like looks. People, I was gonna say ahead. the plot line kind of looks like Harley's working at Black Mask's club. Yeah, like um, a Marilyn Monroe, yeah. like a Marilyn Monroe type thing. Slash Madonna, yeah, yeah. Um, also, looks like Canary does as well. 
Yes. Um, you got a little bit of Renee Montoya in there, which didn't look very serious. No, it didn't. <clears throat> and you also got... She was a Batgirl. Uh, it was the Batgirl that was the full cowl <coughs> and had the mouthpiece like cut out. Um, you're talking about... Uh, shoot, I'm trying to think of the actress's name. Um, the, the the younger girl that's in the car at the end of the trailer. Uh, Cassandra Kane. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know what they're doing with her because I thought in the comics she was mute. Uh, she was, but she can okay. clearly clearly talk here. Yes. So they're taking li- they're taking a big liberty on uh, characterization. Yeah. So it's it's. Yes, it's different. Still going to go see it. Save my judgment until I see the movie. Oh, they have released Mostly. the premise of it. Uh, they they haven't? They have. Oh. After the events of Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn has left the Joker. When a young girl named Cassandra Kane comes across a diamond belonging to Crime Lord by the name of Black Mask, Harley joins forces with Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya to protect her. Hmm. Okay. <coughs> Um, I didn't see him in there. It doesn't mean he wasn't in there, but Victor Zaz is in this yes, movie, too. you do see him in there. Do you? Okay. I'd have to look yeah. for the actor, because it's played by Chris Messina, and I know what he looks like, so... He's... I think he's bald. That makes sense. Uh, I liked when she said Mr. J. Uh, I enjoyed that. And, of course, the hyena. Mm-hmm. The hyena I liked. That's great. That's, that's a good touch. That's that a I, great callback. I didn't, I didn't really expect it, you know? I, don't, I wasn't really thinking about it in a movie sense, you know? Right. But yeah, it's very cool. Um, I somehow have the feeling that that sequence where she kind of looks like uh, Marilyn Madonna, Monroe Marilyn and Madonna, Monroe. yeah, that that's maybe like a dream sequence mm-hmm. of hers. Um, like she sees maybe Canary up there and she thinks I could do that. Yeah, but, no, uh, and <clears throat> another, I mean, another complaint about the, the the trailer is that the the music was too loud, <coughs> where it was kind of overbearing on the. On some of the lines, and that's just—it's just a little thing for me because I was kind of like, like what? What do they say? Hmm. Sort know. of thing. I don't know if I'm the only one that. Yeah, I, I, am. I don't think I got that one. Sorry, I—I I was trying to unmute and it wouldn't unmute. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know if I got that one so much, but uh, Birds of Prey comes out February seventh, so we're pretty mm-hmm. close, pretty close. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it, but uh, Joker comes out this week. You seen it Thursday? I am not. Are you seeing it this weekend? I am not. Oh boy. I have no time to see it. That sucks. I am gonna see it on Thursday, even though I probably should just stay home and sleep. But I gotta get out there and see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's what it's called. Uh, I had to get the exact title out there. <laughs> Um, alright, so Joker comes out, I don't know, I'm not extremely excited for it, mm-hmm. I am in wait and see mode. Yeah. Um. That's kind of how I am, and it, it sucks that, like, everything about, like, like, how the media is portraying it, like, with all, like, thinking that there's threats and everything going out for people who are trying to see this movie, I'm like. Threat, what do you mean? I haven't seen that. It's think back to Dark uh, Aurora, yeah, Dark Knight. 
kind of like that. They're thinking that... Oh, it's going to happen again? Yeah. Oh. I, and Just because it's a movie about the Joker? Mm-hmm. I think that's a reach, but... I mean, I guess you can't be too too careful. Right. I mean, especially with, like... What has happened... With all, like, the school shootings and everything. It's... it's it could happen. Not saying it not saying it will, but it could. Yeah. Um I guess from a movie standpoint, um I'm concerned with them making him an anti-hero. Yeah, and I th- I thought they said that they they're not. I mean, I hope I hope that's the case, you know. I hope it's good. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. And of course, this is R-rated. Um I don't know. I like I say, wait and see. Um, right. I hope it's good. I hope it's at least enjoyable. Um, I'm sure I'll be upset because I, I still don't think there's a, bat, uh, a Joker before the Batman. Um, I think the Batman inspires the Joker to put the paint on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the Joker is created by the Batman through chemicals. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a criminal until the Batman makes his appearance and then he's another level right. of criminal. Um but that's just me. All right, that's going to do it this week. If you want to reach out to us on the social medias, you can hit us up at Atomic Kingdom on all of the platforms. Ring, I don't know, I said Ringside Geeks. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube. Um, Kyle? Uh, you can follow me at KyleKrause89 on Twitter, and you can also listen to me on the Legends TV Talk <coughs> podcast. We will not be back until actually next year. Yeah, because that's the, when Legends comes back. Like I say, all the shows debut this week. Yeah, except this... except Legends. But I mean, we'll. I'm sure we'll be talking about the crossover and Crisis, but sure. we won't be fully back until January. Yeah, um, and they debut with the crossover, right? It's a it, it's a quote unquote special episode. Oh, okay. So is what they is what they've said. It's not the season premiere, right? But got it. Understood. Cool. All right. We will be we will be back next week. I think I did pretty well with my breathing. I got better as the show went on. I read a lot and talked a lot, so there wasn't much wheezing. And if there was, I do apologize. I'll try better next time. Um, but I added my trusty cup of water. I didn't have to refill. Woo! So, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, I'll sound better. Um, hopefully, I'll get the streaming on Twitch soon. I really want to play Zelda. Uh, and I want to stream it all, so I haven't even started it yet, and I've wanted to play it every day since I got it. So that's willpower. Hal Jordan. Um, yeah. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Rayner. Um, Kyle Rayner, definitely. All right. We will be back next week. I might do a tabletop review if I can get people to come over and play the new Funko game that they released. Oh, yeah. I got the, Which one? Uh, did, did, you get, did you get the Batman one? Yes, and the add-on with Robin and Catwoman. Ooh, nice. Which I guess is playable by itself. I didn't know that. Ooh. You can just play it with two people. So yeah, hopefully I'll get to play that and give you a good review about it. Um, I know they were give, uh, selling them, or not selling them, but uh, giving some away to vendors at San Diego Comic Con. So I know a couple people that got it early, but I haven't had a chance to tell, ask them if they played it or not. Yeah, because I think <clears throat> at the time of this recording, it's actually on sale tomorrow? No, it, I, uh, it... today. Oh, today? Yeah, it went on sale Wednesday, the, oh, okay. the second. I believe it was today. It might have even been yesterday, but I think it was today. I think I got a notice from the Funko app that it went on sale today. Oh, okay. Stupid app. I didn't. I told you no notifications. Um, <laughs> all right. 
We'll be back next week, as I said multiple times. Thanks so much. Sorry this episode was late, but uh, that's life. Deal with it. Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.